Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. We're talking narcissists, but we're talking about our own inner self. Usually the conversation about the narcissist and dealing with them. But what about me, my inner validation, being vulnerable, too vulnerable, how to assert myself, express myself. And this idea that the best way to find the best people for me is by full on being me. Check it out in today's episode after this message. There we go. I hope you are all well. I want to try this out. Uh, got the new microphone going, although the camera is not great. I can see that already. And um, well, anyway, we'll try. A uh, great question was asked of me. There's a car therapy video about uh, the best way to find you know people that are good for you. And um, and and my my comment to people is really speaking to people who feel a real fear of rejection. Um, very much worried. I, I couldn't possibly say what I really feel because uh, you'll reject me. I, I can't speak up. So I'm kind of holding back, taking whatever you give me, um, or I'm trying to be pleasing. I'm trying to be what I think you want in an attempt to get your approval, which means I'm being really good at you and who you are but uh, and what you want, but it's not really me. So I, I haven't really found someone who's good for me. So the question was raised um, about narcissists and, and people who you know, take advantage of those situations that if I'm really just going to be me, um, I'm going to put myself out there, um, you know, those people are going to take advantage of it. Uh, so I don't know if you went through the video and you were thinking this also, but I want to make sure that it's really clear what I'm talking about. Um, it's not that. It's not that at all. Um, <clears throat> um, often uh, we will... Let's say, let's say you're not feeling valid, you know, about yourself. As you're throwing yourself at people, um, we are running after people's validation. Uh, we're not sure where we stand, who we are, how we feel. Um, that leaves us really throwing ourselves at people. It leaves us very vulnerable um, because we're whatever they say, we accept and go along with. We're, we actually expect and, and are almost looking for subconsciously that um, we'll be mistreated. Um, we'll be ignored, we'll have our needs minimized, marginalized. And that feels normal to many of us as we start doing this work. That kid self is so used to being treated that way growing up and then from subsequent friends and partners. We're so used to that that um, we just continue to expect that. And we, and we attract and are attracted to a partner that will treat us in that very same way. <clears throat> and that's where the vulnerability is. This is where we give away way too much trust uh, too soon. This is where we're not speaking up and not saying anything. Um, we're not telling people how we feel. We are putting up with a lot of stuff. We are just accepting whatever they do and say. We are turning a blind eye to a lot of what's going on. This is the hurt that a lot of us come to in our relationships. And I am speaking to that person. And when I say to really full on be yourself in order to see if it's a good person from you, I'm not at all saying... Um, <clears throat> Be open, totally trusting, uh, assume they're all good and, you know, just be wide open. I, I'm saying the exact opposite of that. I'm saying a lot, uh, one of the things that hold people back, what holds people back from sharing and speaking up, say, hey, I don't like it when you do that, or hey, it hurts me when you say that, and being real clear. What holds us back? Two things. We have picked up certain messages about who we are as a person that we are not good enough. We don't count, we don't matter not valid, not worthwhile, not deserving of, of people's respect and love. 
Um, and therefore, we, we don't speak up. We don't take care of self because we don't take care of anything that we don't feel is valid or has worth. And as we start to learn to see that we have worth and value, then we start to stick up ourselves and take care of ourselves. But uh, before we engage in this kind of work, we're, we're doubtful of our worth and value. That's the message we deeply got for a long time. And then um, um, it's very hard for us to speak up and say, hey, when you do this, I don't like this. When you say those words, it hurts me. Or, or when you don't do or say something, it bothers me. That's me sticking up for me. That's me protecting and defending me. Um, that's me showing my child self that I could be there and protect them. I was just talking to someone today. I was able to coach him to be more able to, to speak up, to express himself, to assert himself. Not with anger, but calmly and to assert himself. And he said he was able to sleep much better. There was a certain inner peace and calm that came. That kid inside was like, when are you going to stand up for me? When are you going to be there and, and show me it's safe to come out and keep growing? Um, and he did it. So what, that's the first reason why people really struggle <clears throat> to um, to speak up to to express themselves is that they they don't feel they're worth it they don't have a, you know value they're not deserving of being taken care of um, the other thing is that along with that is is if I would speak out then they would reject me which is again not getting that validation this is the shift the core shift we're working on here which is that my source of validation comes from me it comes inter internally I'm giving it to myself I have two parts of an adult part an adult self and a child part a child self that kid part has been with me forever. Um, and absorbed a lot of the messages as a kid, good and bad. Um, it's my job now as an adult to take over that job, to parent and reparent that child inside um, and help it get those messages. And if it's safe to come out, if it's emotionally safe, if I'm not under attack and emotional hurt as I was in the past, if I can be me, if there's a somebody, my adult self is tuning into me, listening to me, paying attention, using the feelings chart to name my feelings, to hear me and allow me to feel them, which is unconditionally validating. Um, as that happens... <clears throat> um, that part be, feels safe to come out again and to and to continue to grow and, and, and the validation now is coming internally but until that happens we're at super risk of narcissists and people take advantage people who blame us people who can't own up to a mistake and we absorb it ourselves um, what I'm saying is, is that rejection that fear of rejection comes from that you know I'm seeking validation externally and so along with doing this work of, the, of, of validating my child self, building a new relationship with that kid inside, getting to know that kid, hear myself, hear my feelings when I'm triggered to take some time to tune in what was I feeling to get to know it and to accept it and to validate it, um, that makes me emotionally independent. And that's powerful. That's where I'm not, I, I'm not incredibly vulnerable because I'm constantly desperately pleading and needing people to validate me. That's where the danger is. That's where the vulnerability is, where we don't speak up and we don't feel worth it and we're, we're, we're desperate for whatever crumbs someone throws us of love and validation and it's very dangerous. Um, narcissists smell it out consciously, subconsciously. And people who have low self-esteem and deeply struggle to, to take ownership of their own behaviors will find such people um, and tend to you know, impose on them um, and tend to um, <clears throat> you know, take advantage. What I'm saying is, is the opposite. I'm saying is the internal work is to validate me. The internal work is the feelings chart. Get to know that kid. Start validating. When I, when I tune into what I was feeling during an emotional trigger, at some point after the trigger, and I start to notice the feelings, I use the feelings chart, it's extremely validating that I am just paying attention. You're worth my time. You're worth my attention. And I'm listening to what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. 
And so I validate it. That's validating me. Because people are like, how do I have a relationship with a part of myself? Well, this is what I'm doing. I can, I, the idea that you are too is a real organizing principle. It says I'm going inside me and becoming aware of thoughts and feelings that often come up. What am I going to find? Well, they fit into these two categories. And that's okay. I'm not crazy. You know, sometimes I'm more like kid and sometimes I'm more like adult. <clears throat> but that's normal. And so that's what I'll find. So that's validating. And as I notice those feelings, and some of them are uncomfortable to, to own up to that, yeah, I'm feeling that. Um, that becomes unconditionally accepting of myself. Um, as I do that, that's the internal work. The external work is to start to really express myself, to tell people how I think and how I feel, to say, hey, I need something. Um, I want something. I don't like when you do this. I need you to do more of this. It makes me feel this when you do this or say this. It makes me feel that when you don't. To start to express myself. And the inner validation work will help us kind of calm down the um, that fear of rejection, uh, to know that we're worth it and of value. Um, but it helps us to not care about the rejection so much. I'm not desperate for your validation. And if you don't validate me, I can't breathe. Well, I'm already, that's already lessened because I'm validating myself. The other thing is, is that, you know what? I want, I want you to reject me, so to speak. It's not a rejection. It's that I'm going to be me because I'm starting to value me. And I, I see I'm of worth. I'm worth protecting, defending, advocating for. I'm just going to be me. And then I want to see how you react. I can only be me. And I want to find people, friends and partners that are good for me, that work well with me. The only way to do that is by being me fully, which is, doesn't mean throwing myself at someone. It doesn't mean giving you infinite trust. It means giving you a little trust and seeing what you do with it. It means speaking up, which this is also giving trust. Speaking up and saying, hey, I really don't like it when you did it. Or when you came late, I felt really disrespected. Or it really hurt that you didn't call. That's all. I didn't call you a name. I didn't say anything. But I will not be silent. I'm going to be me. That's how I feel. You can't tell me I don't feel that way. And so I'm going to express it. And then I want to wait and see how that person handles it. So this is not weakness. And this is not intense vulnerability. It's really me testing the other person. I want to vet that person and make sure that they're good for me. And, and if they're not, if they, if they reject the words I say, it's not a rejection of me. Um, they've rejected themselves as a potential partner for me because now I have good information that they're just not good for me. So that's what I'm saying. So it was a great question about that car therapy video. Um, and, and I hope you all, it was someone who reached out to me in a private message and messaged me a question. And so I thought, you know, hey, let me just try to do a, a video response and see what you guys think of video responses. But that car therapy video about how to find the best people for you, um, I, the, the point is, is not to throw yourself at others, but really the opposite is I'm going to firmly be me. I'm going to trust what I feel. I'm going to express that to you in feedback, and then I'm going to see how you handle it. And if I don't like it, now I have good information that, that we need to reject each other. I don't want to be handcuffed by a fear of rejection. I want to validate me. And then I want to go on the, the, the offensive more and, and sharing more, expressing more, assertively telling people how I feel. So I hope that clarifies that point. Not only is it not about being weak and vulnerable, it's the opposite about how to be very strong and self-protective and self-caring because that inner kid needs that from us, that sense that we're there to offer protection. We will stand up for him or her. We want to hear what they have to say. Those, just those two things are so powerful. People wonder, how do I have a relationship with my inner kid? Well, as those feelings come up in various trigger moments, I'm going to tune in. I'm going to use my chart and put a few words to it. That's validating. And when the, when the feelings come up and I notice what they are, I don't reject it. I don't judge it. That's very unconditionally accepting. Um, and then when, when I express those very feelings, um, that becomes very um, protective and defensive of self, defending self. 
I've become an advocate for that child. And that inner kid now starts to feel safe. Now the wheels start to move. The way we think, the way we feel, the way we interact starts to shift and change. Um, and that's where the good stuff starts to happen. So so it, it, enjoy this. It's a standalone. We summarize a lot of good points. Go back and check out that car therapy about how to find people who are good for you and put the two together. And again, feel free um, at any time. I try to respond to all the comments on all the posts. But sometimes I think it'll be a bit more in-depth and I'll jump on a video. Thanks for all your questions, your comments. I'll talk more soon.